You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Today on the ZABEcast, what is the trippiest place on earth? Charge and I discuss the things that have stood the test of time on this planet like Easter Island and why it spooks me out just a bit. Charge also says that tipping in society is out of control and needs to be reeled in. All that plus what Viking legend's son might have been Charge's best friend. Your 40 minutes of uncensored pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Thursday, June 15, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Before we get to charge, you can always email me at zabe at yahoo.com. And I get the most interesting emails, like this one from Name Redacted. Let's just start with that. That bird don't come here no more. Part two. Zabe, I'm way late on responding to this story, but I wanted to share an insanely bizarre bird story of my own that you, I'm sure, could relate to based on your, yeah, that bird don't come here no more, piece back in April. It was in spring of 20, for those that didn't hear it, 
There was a small, I thought it was a robin. It might have been an eastern towhee. But this bird back in April in mating season was just pecking, pecking, pecking at its reflection in my window and wouldn't stop. It went on for days, almost a week. It would have gone on for weeks on end and it was dinging up my window. I I couldn't have it. Now, what happened to the bird? Like they say in The Sopranos, I don't know. That bird don't come here no more. Haven't seen him around the neighborhood in a while. It was in the spring of 2019 when I went to get my car one morning, parked outside the driveway at home, and noticed my driver's side mirror had been shattered. Punk kids, I thought to myself, says this emailer. And I went about my day. A few days later, I noticed my neighbor outside replacing one of his side mirrors. Ha, they got you too, huh? I said. My neighbor and I then speculated about how this could have happened. Several more days go by when we're at the dinner table and suddenly a bird smashes into our kitchen window, followed up again by a second bird smashing into our sliding glass door. The birds began pecking, peck, peck, pecking at our glass windows. The next morning, lo and behold, my neighbor's side mirror was smashed out again. As the days went on, my neighbors began folding in their side mirrors when parked outside. Neighborhood social media groups warned others and blamed vandals, if only. One afternoon, though, I stepped outside to see a pileated woodpecker. Oh, magnificent bird. The size of an official NFL football. No joke. That's how big they come. Perched on my car's window and using its head to mightily pry back my car's side mirror so it could get a good clean shot at pecking at the reflection it saw once again in the mirror. It succeeded, shattering it into oblivion. It was at this moment I felt as though I was entrenched in the beginning of some Hitchcockian masterpiece. Attaches a photo of the antagonist. Yes, it's a magnificent bird. Thank you. We now knew what we were dealing with. Folded inside mirrors no longer worked. The birds knew how to pop them open. The cars parked outside all along our street were now lined with grocery bags covering their side mirrors. This wasn't just a few houses, mind you. This was the entire neighborhood. And no one, no side mirror that is, was safe. If families or friends stopped by, you would have to cover their mirrors out of fear. Grocery bags were kept in our car during these trying times. We'd find holes poked into the grocery bags covering our mirrors. These woodpeckers were relentless. It went on for two whole months. (laughs) The siege of Woody the woodpecker. You've got a repair bill. Animal control was called, but to no avail. Twas mating season, they said. Birds were seeing their reflection. Didn't like what they saw. They saw a competitor. We were told the issue would eventually cease within eh, a few weeks. Signs were posted, protected species, and do not harm the birds. The woodpeckers were then spotted pecking at cars' windshields, not just the the side mirrors, but the windshields. Their calls outside would haunt me. It was out of control. The woodpeckers had become a huge problem. If animal control wouldn't help, my neighbor and I had to take care of the problem. One morning in May of that same year, my neighbor spotted me outside and asked, Hey, 
You ever seen those woodpeckers anymore? As I was unwrapping the grocery bags off my side mirrors, I replied, Gee, I don't know. They don't seem to come around here no more. Thank you for the awesome content, Zabe. It's a blast listening to your opinions and experiences both in sports and outside the sports world. Enjoy your week in Scotland. Sincerely, name redacted, Dayton, Ohio. That's incredible. What happened to him? Nobody knows. You didn't see nothing. I know that much. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Paul Charchian on Dalvin Cook, the scrap heaping of running backs in the NFL, Easter Island, and tipping. It's out of control. You are listening to the Zabecast. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, 
Johnny-come-latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years. My bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say Oh, yeah. Feeling it today, Charge. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Strong, my man. Oh, I am you hit strong it. this morning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Sounding in prime form right there. Top of the morn, Charge. How you doing today? Thank you for your time. We are here for a good time and not a long time, so let's get cracking. My first question to you is, Dalvin Cook to the scrap heap. Is this just how the NFL is now, or was this in the works for a while? Dalvin wanted his release a long time ago. Team tried to find a buyer, could not do it, and eventually just caved and said fine just go and you know they they looked at they looked at the possibility of holding dalvin cook until training camp into august waiting for some teams starter to tear an acl and then try to have some leverage with that team but there there just wasn't much out there and the other problem is you're competing against other free agents like ezekiel elliott or kareem hunt i mean they're brand name free agents that don't cost anything whoa 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 i forgot Zeke is out there, isn't he? Yes, yes. I mean, and Hopkins, Zeke, Cook yeah. now, Hunt as well. What a rough business this NFL is. It's, it is brutal, isn't it? I mean, you know, one day you are a 1,000-yard rusher for the Minnesota Vikings and you're entering your seventh season, and the next day, we don't want you. Don't come back. Your key card doesn't work. It's been great, <laughs> and let us know how it works out. Right. It's uh, yeah. Happy trails. These listen. Dalvin Cook's going to find a spot on the team. I th- I think he's better than all the other runners we just talked about. But Zabe, it's it might be a while, and he's not going to be happy with what he's going to get paid. I think he's still in this delusional, uh, this delusional mindset that he should be getting ten million dollars a year, and no running backs get that anymore. That is crazy. So he wanted out. Uh, team tried to you know end up moving him. Once a team, once a player gets the stink of. I think he's going to be a cap cut whatever time of the year it is, including post June one. Once the stink is on you, the (laughs) the buzzards start to swirl. That's that was a crow. That was not a buzzard. Okay, fine. You get the point. Like I've never seen it where once a team said, well, we're trying to shop him. Once you're trying to shop a guy, there's not going to be any takers. It's on the curb with a sign that says, take me free. Correct. And in the thing, you don't have to give anything for that. Plus, even better, you don't have to acquire his crap contract. Right. You know, if you, once he hits free agency, if you trade for him, you have to fulfill the rest of his contract or rework a new deal. Once he hits free agency, you can just start clean slate and go, okay, Dalvin Cook, we're interested in you, but here's exactly what we can afford to give you. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Where does he, now I've seen some of the retroactive sort of 
you know, analysis of, well, what was his Viking career like? How good was he really? Was he, was he a stat whore? Was he a fantasy guy only? Or was he a truly good all-around back when healthy in his prime? He was, he was very good. He's top three back, all-time Minnesota Vikings. So He's Peterson three, one, Darren Nelson back. two. No, Who's not two? on the list. Who's two? Chuck Foreman. Oh, Do you remember it? Chuck Foreman? Well, 44, right? With a big nose. That's right, yes. Uh, one of those nose 44. ring uh, helmet things that protected yeah. your schnoz. Yes, guy, a beautiful schnoz. He, uh, <laughs> Chuck was one of the NFL's first true all-purpose three-down backs. He was a pass-catching marvel. He was the rookie of the year. Had four or five really good years. Then he suffered a knee injury in a, in a date time. You know, at a time when they couldn't just you couldn't just bounce back from the knee injury, no. and that was pretty much the end of his run. But it was a it was a lot of good years, and he played in two, I believe, of the Vikings' four Super Bowls. Yeah, uh, he actually wore, and this only matters to me, he wore a four-window pane face mask, kind of like what Ooh. linemen wear. So just four square window panes face mask. And yeah, number 44, badass. You know, these knee surgeries back in the day. You ever see Joe, uh, you ever see Joe Namath's knees now and the scars? No, they got to be terrible. Oh, it looks... They're all scarred it, up, right? It, and- it looks like a Rand McNally road atlas. Uh, there's all ah. these scars. Because, you know, knee surgery used to be, well, we're going to go ahead and make a 10-inch zipper here. And then we're going to... Yeah. Yeah, we're going to pry open the knee and then we're going to start oh. moving wires around and we're going to stitch stuff together <laughs> and then we'll sew you back up. And then uh, hopefully you're just as good as before. Now it's gotten so much better. But uh, yeah, we have the lat- latroscopic surgeries that leave a, you know, a four millimeter scar for the same for the same procedure. And, you know, people don't you people don't even know. And three weeks later, you're off you're off crutches and you're walking around and it's it's totally changed. By the way, Chuck Foreman, coincidentally. Ended up being my backyard neighbor for Get about out. four or five years. And um, and his son, we had a basketball hoop attached to our garage. And his son wanted to play basketball. Uh, and so his son would come over and just start shooting hoops in our driveway on the on the basketball hoop attached to the garage, which rattled the whole house. <laughs> so it'd be like Sunday morning, 730, and, come, come. Jay, come, yeah, and come. Jay Foreman... Jay Foreman wants to play hoop, so he's just out doing. Yeah, right. Just boom, boom. What the hell is going on? And, and did yeah. you did you quietly not like that? Did you mention it to Chuck Foreman, former Viking great, or did you just let it go? Uh, years later, interviewing him on KFAN several times. He's he's a he's a he's on the show pretty often, and so uh, he's an active luminary, active alumni. And Jay Foreman had a like seven year career in the NFL for himself as a linebacker. Get out. So this yeah. was your house as a kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you say our yep. house. Yeah, you, my parents is the hour in this. Got it. Okay. Did you become did you play hoops with Jay Foreman? No, I was older by like ten years. So no, not we I didn't. And you didn't, didn't think, hey, I should cozy up to and mentor. This kid, because his dad was in the NFL, he'll probably be the NFL, might benefit me down the road. Free <laughs> I can, tickets. I can be part of his entourage. <laughs> what did you become buddies? <laughs> Seriously, there's no regrets over that? Like, shit, no, I could have been none. tight. None whatsoever. No, with, no, none whatsoever. Okay, well, no. that's good. Good for you. My One of my regrets in life is that my, my best buddies growing up, Alan Abbasi, the couple that looked at the house prior to Dr. Abbasi, uh, Iranian uh, immigrant 
uh, with a beautiful, uh, d- literally a beauty pageant wife, Gail. Wow. And uh, it, it, he was the head of Georgetown Pediatrics, uh, and he that lived helps. in McLean with me, uh, with us, our family. He bought the house right across the street, but the couple that looked at it before him and almost bought it was one parents of Grant Hill, Calvin wow. Hill. Wow. No Calvin kidding. Hill looked at the house. I could have been cross the street buddies with Grant fucking Hill. Wow. Didn't happen. Uh, I have my, I have a, I have a somewhat related story. My, my senior year, summer of senior year of high school, my then girlfriend's family took me on a trip. They were going to relocate to Detroit. And so they were house shopping in Detroit in the luxurious gross point neighborhood of Detroit. And we go through all these houses and we, we get to one of them. And the realtor says, listen, I need under, need you to understand you're going to see a lot of musical artifacts in here. This is a musician's home. We're not allowed to say who, but it's very important that you do not touch or take anything. <laughs> and don't be surprised when you see all kinds of music stuff. So we go through it and like one whole, there's a wall of CDs and there's music equipment and there's rooms for like a home studio and stuff like that. And we found after they had passed on the house and decided not to get it, we found out it was Madonna's, the transition wow. house for Madonna from when she was, she was not poor anymore, but she <laughs> hadn't hit it big, 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 big yet. And she was just sort of in the middle. And this was her middle house Okay, uh, before she would ultimately, you know, buy mansions wherever she wanted. And so we toured Madonna's house. Nice. This was probably when Borderline came out. Circa it was in that era. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, Papa don't preach that that era of Madonna right there. By the way, uh, Gross Point, Michigan. I only know it because of the movie Gross Point Blank, starring yeah. John Cusack, the lovely Minnie Driver, and Dan Aykroyd. Where is Minnie Driver these days? God, she is yeah. my fucking type, and I don't know why she's not doing more movies. She had a nice little run of about what five, six years, and then just yeah. poof, gone. And that happens to women actresses all the time. It, it's such a cruel business to women in a way it isn't to men. And they're like they're like running backs, basically. Yeah, throw them on the scrap heap once they turn forty. It's a shame. I think she's I, aged quite gracefully. I'd like to see her in some movies. Make I just watched um, Ellen Barkin. You remember Ellen Barkin from yes. the nineties? Ellen Barkin, who and, was in Heat, the movie Heat, I believe. Yes. Um, I think you're right about that. It might have been an Al Pacino uh, girlfriend second. thing. No, 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 no. Um, she was in of... a steamy. She was in a steamy New Orleans movie called like The Big Easy or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna get this uh, IMDb up. It was. She was not in Heat. I was thinking of something else. But go ahead. Um, just saw her for the first time in I don't know 20 years on a show called Poker Face, which I highly recommend. Poker Face is great. And she, I'm like, and the, the credits rolling at the beginning, I see Ellen Barkin. I'm like, shut up, Ellen Barkin. I haven't seen her in 20 years. She's 70. She looks like a ghoul. Oh, my She's, God. She weighs about 98 pounds. No. Her, her skin is all taut. No. And she looks like the undead. No. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen Barkin. You would never think it. And I hate to add, I'm adding to the stereotype, right, of the the old, you know. But in my mind, she was fresh faced, blonde haired. She peaked you know. in the she peaked in the movie The Big Easy in nineteen. It was The Big Easy, all right. In yes. nineteen eighty six, yeah, uh, Big Easy, starring Dennis Quaid and Ned Beatty, 
alongside oh. uh, Ellen Barkin. Well, Dennis Quaid had a couple of good movies. Yeah. Age is uh, undefeated. Even Jennifer Aniston's going gray. I talked about this last week. Did you uh, see her showing off her gray? Of course, she's doing it as part of a ad campaign for a uh, anti-graying uh, formula for her hair. But she no, showed off her gray. Of really? Yeah. She's showing gray. Good for her. Uh, how much work on a scale of zero to uh, on a scale of zero to Nicole Kidman? How much work has she had done? Great question, because whatever work she has had done, and you'd be naive mm. to think mm. that being in Hollywood, being that ageless, that she's had yes. nothing done, whatever work she's had done, it's been very deft and very subtle. And mm -hmm. I give her credit for that. A lot of women go hog wild on the cosmetic surgery, and you Correct. see it right away. Courtney Cox, please raise your hand. Where are you? Oh, mm -hmm. there you are. Yes. All right. What's, um, what, speaking of Dennis Quaid, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis Quaid's wife, um, the uh, 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 Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan she's, she's torpedoed looking. her career by having, you know, she's probably like 38 years old and she had horrifying plastic surgery and looked like a different person. We never heard from her again. Uh, look at, have you seen photos of Meg Ryan lately? No. Yeah. Should I? Yeah, I don't. I don't know it's, if you should. If, yeah. if you like the memory of Meg Ryan <laughs> when she was right. the most impossibly cute, sexy, vibrant-eyed woman, don't yes. look up current photos. Just yeah. do not do it. Oh my god! Yeah, ah! it's 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 God. It's really sad what's ooh, happened, isn't ooh. it? It is. Well, but that's the thing. You know, uh, I have I have some older aunts and uncles. Who have had some plastic surgery uh, really of course because they got money <laughs> they're rich i mean they're you know not stupid rich but i'm looking at the big picture of things they're one percenters you know and i'm like okay I, if it makes you feel better that's great but I, that doesn't always work doesn't always work to make you no, go, well you look, look a lot no. younger it's like <clears throat> no you look like your age but with a thinner nose all right, so if you were to get one, one Penis. plastic surgery. Oh, sorry. Was there more? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to get one plastic surgery procedure, what would it be? A designer dick, of course. Give me <laughs> so that can get unused as well. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's the point? I, unused. I just want to look at it. I want to look at it in the mirror every morning. Fine I, does that right. even work? Do they? Do they, I, they really I don't do know. I don't. I don't know. know that they can. Yeah, I don't know what they can do to uh, fluff up your your pee pee. I, I don't know what that. You know, I'm sure there are things they can they can do things to it, but you know. It, why do all this stuff? It just, what's the point to look better? Well, right? you, want, you want to look good. I don't Well, And this is why it's a multi-billion dollar industry in the United States and worldwide. This constant how, desire how to look about, better, younger, sexier, et cetera. How about the, uh, the bit where they, they bring in, they bring in the neck, they tighten up the neck a little bit. Yes. So it's not on your face, but you get more of that chiseled jawline you had sure. as, a, as a teenager, right. you know? Right. Whereas, you know, over time, you start to build that gobble. Yeah, you, you know? know? Right. That, you, you, know? Get, you get what I call Bobby Bowden face, and you don't want Bobby Bowden <laughs> face. No, no. How about that? If they were to offer that to you for free, would you go, yeah, I'll take that?
If that's a sponsorship, it, if that's an MKE sponsorship with it, it'd be hard Dr. because uh, it'd be hard because I'm seeing my Bobby Bowden face develop right before my eyes, and I don't like it. Yeah, don't like it at all. All right, let's move on. Uh, what is the trippiest thing on planet Earth? I was watching a BBC documentary on the South Pacific Islands, and they showed extensive stuff and they explained what happened to Easter Island where they built the giant cartoon-like stone statues, 30, 40, Mm -hmm. 50 feet tall, just dozens and dozens of them. And do you know what, you know the story of Easter Island, what happened? Well, not really, but these heads are also, they're buried, right? Some, Some are buried, some are toppled. Some were in the process of being carved out of the ground and they didn't finish them because that's how they would get them out of the ground is like they would go to a big chunk of rock in the landscape and they would start chiseling the, the, the statue out of it. Yeah. So they were like halfway down. What happened was the island's inhabitants clear cut every tree in order to use for the transporting of and the extracting, Mm. the building of these giant totems, which they thought would bring them a favor amongst the gods, (laughs) that they ruined the whole ecology of the island. (laughs) All the animals (laughs) left or died. They ate them all. They couldn't build boats to go float anywhere. They fucking went extinct. They died. But you you look at them, and it, it is a marvel that people did something of that scale back in the day. Way, way With back the tools in the they day. had. Right. right. It, and, and what is the year estimate on this? Uh, is it a thousand years old? Uh, it's in the territory of Chile. East, yeah, thousands. Thousands and thousands of years old, basically. Yeah. So they were they were carving rock with other pointier pieces of rock. I mean, right. you know, it would be <laughs> they, so the people, laborious. The people were known as the Rapa Nui, the Rapa Nui the Rapa people, Nui. Um, and they uh, they thought that they could uh, please the gods by building this shit and <laughs> fucking wreck the island. That trips me out. I, I would love to know what tourism is allowed on Easter Island because there's over a thousand of these things all are there the really Earth. they did a thousand of them yeah they fucked their island up. They wow I thought it. there was like 23 no no there's thousands they're gigantic, of them Zabe. I know Huge. they are I know that's all they did all day every day what are we doing today uh, building a big stone head okay let's get after it <laughs> what can I do to help yes. again Jesus <laughs> we're doing this forever what is <laughs> What is the 283rd big giant stone head going to do for you that the 282nd didn't? Great question. I have no idea, but I was watching it and I, I kind of felt my, my chicken skin going like, this is so trippy. And then I thought, well, Stonehenge trips me out just as much because they know the rock and what it's made of for Stonehenge and it ain't mm-hmm. nowhere near where they built that thing. They dragged it like a hundred miles from Wales to get it to wow. where it is. And they have no idea how they did it. Would pyramids, you, how, they, how they transported the rock. No, pyramids are the same. I've seen specials on that. They're like, mm-hmm. look, the basic math is we couldn't do this today. 
We couldn't build, <laughs> seriously, Charge, we could not build the pyramids today even with all of our modern machinery. Couldn't do it. I mean, you could, but m- maybe it would be the, the most incredible, expensive undertaking ever. The, the stones that are high up, 200, 300 feet high in the king's chamber, in the Great Pyramids, weigh as much as four tons each. There's over cranes. a million. We got cranes that would just set those on top of each other. Oh, right. Oh, really? I mean, uh, you just, get a 400 yeah. foot crane. Uh, show me where that is. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I just saw. I just saw. I just saw video on uh, on on Twitter of some crane that that pulled an entire ship, uh, like a gigantic freighter ship, out of the water and was holding the entire ship. Yeah. The entire. It's got to be. I don't know. Thousand tons. It's, okay. So we what, have cranes that can do that. What's anyway. the trippiest thing on Earth? That you can think that I've personally experienced, or just it's the only just you know, in general that Earth. things that we know about historically that makes you go fuck. This is weird. <sighs> Personal experience, and your most of your listeners will have no point of reference for this. Really, you've heard of the Badlands, but you don't know anything about it until you've been in the Badlands. Mm. It's like being on the moon, Zabe. <laughs> it is a departure from reality. Where Tell you people are, where the Badlands are, please. It's in South Dakota. It's uh, Western South Dakota, okay. and which is beautiful. Eastern South Dakota and Central are super boring. Uh, then you get to Western, and you've got the Black Hills, Mount Rushmore, and the Badlands. The Badlands is it. You looks and feels like you're on the moon. You you want to go out and uh, drop a feather and an iron at the same time. You want <laughs> to go uh, go hit a golf ball. Uh, it's 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 nuts. It is. It really, it really takes you someplace else. And then, um, you know, where I went a, last month, Dead Horse Canyon, standing on the edge of Dead Horse Canyon, and I'm looking at what the Colorado River has carved out. Yeah. Am I, is it too windy, by the way, where I am? Nope. We're okay? Good. No, you're All right. good. I'm on, I'm on my deck. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning. I know. It. The Colorado River has carved out and carved down like two miles. It's much like what you see with uh, the Grand Canyon. At a rate of descent of a sheet of paper per year, it has carved down two miles to, over Jesus. the course of millions of years. Sheet it is of paper per yes. year. <laughs> yes, and then go down two miles if you can can somehow conceptualize that. That is true uh, over the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so those are places to me that I find find amazing. They're not. They don't have a human element to them, but those are places that we ask what's trippy. It's like, okay, good I'm stuff. not on earth anymore. I'm not here. I, you know, this, this is someplace else. See, and that's why you got the camper. Did you have a good trip yes. out there? Was it good? Can we get a recap on that? I want, I, I need more time in, okay. I need more time in Utah. You know, you want the, half of the trippiest places in the world are in Utah, USA. <laughs> it's unbelievable how much well, Utah's got. And then there's all kinds of other topographies and locales and things. I mean, why don't you go down to the deep south next time? Go down to the swamps of Louisiana and go down to the well, Gulf area. That'd be the polar opposite right there. This country, what a piece of land we we, we stole from the Indians, from the natives here. Good good job yeah. by us. Sorry, uh, natives, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Part of world history, people conquer other people all the time, and, well, you just had to be it. Sorry. Okay, uh, a couple other things here real quick. What have you done more recently? A, listen to an entire album by an artist straight through, mm-hmm. or B, read a blog post all the way 
through. <laughs> I'll hang up and well, listen off the air. All right. Well, you got well, you got to understand. So my wife and I are devoted vinyl buyers and uh, collectors, and so we've got a lot of vinyl. We had friends over last night. We listened to probably five whole records. You put on one side, you play it, flip it over, play the other side, and that was on in the background all night while we had our friends over. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Including a little KTEL. Do you remember the KTEL company? Yes, the KTEL company, which uh, was a record distributor, weren't they? They created in the 70s and 80s, they had your compilation of hits on a KTEL album called right. a variety of them. This one called High Energy, all original hits, hits by all the original stars, including. Heart of Glass by Blondie. Oh. I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Foreigner's Double Vision. Sticks oh. Renegade. Bangers! She these are all 80s yes. bangers right here. Grew up listening to these. Uh, KTEL International, Canadian company, which specialized in selling consumer products through infomercials and live demonstration. Uh, their best products included compilation music <laughs> albums, including the Super Hit Series, the Dynamic Hit Series, and the Number One Hit Series as well. Yes, High Energy is the one that we've got here. It was the, the KTEL albums were huge because, you know, if you liked four, of, if you just wanted the hits, right, all you want to know is, you know, I don't know, Shake Your Groove Thing by Peaches and Herb, but you don't want to wade through the rest of Peaches and Herb. You just want the hits. <laughs> you wanted the KTEL because your other option would have been to buy all the 45s of those songs. Right. You couldn't make a mixtape back then. No such thing. No, yeah. you couldn't make a mixtape. You'd make a mix reel to reel. Do you know that? Do you know that the K? Do you know that the KTEL also made the Vegomatic? <laughs> they made the Vegomatic, the Record Selector, okay. and the Miracle Brush. That plus the oh. Feather Touch Knife. The rec the Record Selector um, had did this. You you load all your records into it, and then. It would one at a time slowly like reveal the next record. And so this thing would sort of like rotate through your record collection so you could see them all one at a time and it would display each one briefly before moving on to the next one. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my God, the shit that used to be. Last yes. one last one today. You said we gotta talk about tipping. Yeah, tipping same. is out of control. I'm all ears. It is out of control. And, you know, whether you want it to be or not, I mean, it's just it's just changed so much and in so many ways. And right now we're getting, you know, we consumers, we're, we're bearing the brunt of this tipping thing because it's a basically a way for companies, mostly restaurants, but not entirely restaurants, to pass on labor costs to us, the end consumer. I'm not particularly cool with that i don't i don't think that it, we should be paying that and the, the, the what's the really frustrating part zabe it's just how much it's changed so now well traditionally i tipped a server often you know once known waiter waitress because right. the server would have seven or eight interaction points with me right sure you know you know that person would uh perhaps seat me at the table they would greet me they'd answer questions about the menu um they make recommendations yep recommendations i drop my fork i need a new fork uh refill my water bring me my food check to see if my food is appropriately hot or if there's anything wrong after you know shortly after it's been uh delivered ask if you uh, need more ketchup more need a refill of yes. soda 
Anything right. else I can get you? Do you need a napkin? Do you need a straw? Was there a spill? Endless. Correct. Yes. Correct. I mean, there was, you know, the, the number of interaction points was huge. And that's why you felt comfortable tipping that person because, you know, you there was a lot of effort that went into that. You know, that was that's not trivial. But now, Zabe, it's not this it's not that way at all. Now it's I if the person who punches my order in at Starbucks they turn the screen around. The, the, they turn the screen around. And they say, you How got about it. A tip? Yeah. Yes. And now we're in a high pressure face to face environment <laughs> with somebody who controls your a, food a liquid i'm gonna put in my body right and this and it, and i have to be the one who is this where i'm gonna take the stand with this barista right That's now so funny that you feel and, like you're at the potential wrath of the uh, point of purchase person to go oh no tip huh exactly. they would not farmer hanky that. into my chai latte <laughs> that's not cool so then the other thing that's a couple other things on this that have changed that I don't like. Remember when 15% was a standard tip? I don't remember it, but you're probably right. 15% for my up until pre-pandemic was sort of the standard tip. You went to 20% for particularly good service. Uh, maybe even went higher than that if you had the means and somebody was really was really great for you. Now... 15% is a freaking insult that is it's appropriate for, you know, somebody who you, you know, somebody who you dislike, somebody that has done terrible service for you. You're, you're like, watch this sick burn I'm about to hit with this waiter. 15%. 15%. Ooh, sick burn. And it would be, it would be a sick burn. People would be like, what do you, you know, did I give you wrong service? And if you look at the bottom of your seat where they've got the, the uh, bottom of your seat where they have the tipping, uh, the pre-calculated tipping amount. Oh, amounts, right, yeah. Right, they're like 25%, 30 or 35%. Like, what the, what happened? Why am I carrying so much more of this burden than there ever used to be? Yeah. And the person ringing up my ice cream. So, so what's the, it, yeah, what's the solution? Is there a solution? Is there a way out of this? Is there a way to fight it? Is there a way to turn the tables societally? I don't, I don't know how you can. I mean, I, 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 you can't. I think you're. I think we're stuck unless you just don't. You know, you say no enough times to those. You go no tip, no tip, no tip, no tip, and just be that ass and stand on your ground. Stand your ground on this. Well, you're not an ass. You're somebody who is saying, "I'm sorry, but this interaction does not deserve a gratuity." A tipping. Yeah, this is not a tipping situation. Oh, worse yet, and I know I hear the music. We're going to end this promptly. The waiters that have the electronified receipt and they they stand there and they just turn the re, they turn the receipt reader to you okay. and they're basically watching you put in the tip while they're holding the device very high pressure situation right there <laughs> it sure is i swear i was somewhere recently in which they had three lines three for extra money you could add on to your bill one was the standard oh, tip Another line was for something else, and there was a third line charge for some other thing, and I just couldn't believe it. Next time I run across that, I'll take a picture, and I'll send it to you, okay? I, I know what it might be because I got it. It was uh, employee benefits. 
I got an employee benefit line. Do I want to contribute to the benefit program of the employees? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was gratuity, extra amount, and employee benefits. Mm -hmm. I said, "The ball's on you to be asking for three more lines of money. Is it not enough? I'm actually frequenting your goddamn business." Right, right. Uh, Crazy. Charge great to talk to you, buddy. Thank you. See you. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.